Hey there, guys. It's your good buddy Heath, voice of your favorite Vesk Punchy Boy, Titanium Mike. I've mentioned in the past that my relationship with my dad played a part in the creation of old Titanium Mike, and since we released the interlude, which didn't have a cast member intro, on Father's Day, I wanted to wish all the dads out there in listener land a belated Happy Father's Day. I didn't forget about you. Being a father is a tough, important job, and thanks for all that you do, especially if you still find the time to keep up with the podcast despite your hectic schedule of child-rearing and pun-based comedy. I know we gush a lot about the community, but Father's Day and the growing relationship of Mike and his father, Rupert, got me thinking about family. And cliche as it may sound, the STF crew really feels like we've been welcomed into a sort of big digital extended family with all of the listeners we've gotten to interact with and the other content creators we've become friends with along the way. The opportunities you guys have provided us both in terms of continuing to produce the Apollo Protection Agency arc and the crossover projects we've been lucky enough to be involved with have really warmed our hearts. So for the millionth time, thank you so much for being in our corner, on our team, and in our digital family. I'd also like to ask for some good vibes for my own father. He took a nasty fall and hurt his hip, so he's been in the hospital, but fortunately it's not broken. Alright, let's get this show on the road, kiddos, with episode 73, Mind the App. We did it again. Started a adventure with Starship Combat. Another this fucking one, Starship Combat. And Brand. this one was a doozy. Mm. Not that it was like a hard one or anything. There was just a lot going on. It's a lot you know. to process yeah. while we were yeah. juggling Starship Combat rules, which is yeah. just difficult for some of us. Me <clears throat> in general, um, Starship Combat. So, well, I typically give you guys a heads up. We you know, before we're going into an episode with Starship Combat, so you can brush up. And I didn't this time just because there were so many surprises involved in it, you know? Um, so it was, it was a little, it was a little, uh, I won't say shaky, but it's like, oh yeah, this is a whole different game. I'll <laughs> than tell the you, rest of it, you know, I, I totally wasn't scrambling to find my cheat sheet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely had to pull up that cheat sheet real yeah, quick same. on the sly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys got through it, uh, and yeah. we met John's new character, sort of. Kind of. You know, he swooped kinda, in to sorta. help with mm-hmm. with his new, uh, with a starship and and everything. So at least, John, welcome back to the cast as a main player. Woo. Glad to have you back, not just playing NPCs. So. Woo! Woo. Yes, Thank you. Love that enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be- there it is. <laughs> there we go. That's what yeah. it is. Now I'm high. Obviously, obviously uh, there's a lot more to Kuiper uh, than we've seen, and I, I can't look. Uh, there's I can't a whole wait. character there. No, we've yeah, got him yeah. pretty well pegged. Yeah, we've got to figure it out. 
Yeah, he's a starship, um, right? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, he is the starship, <laughs> right? Uh, no, so we'll, I'm sure we'll we'll get to know him more, along with tons and tons of other people, because you guys have actually arrived at New Elysium. Now, yeah, that was supposed to be an easy arrival, but Mike Heath, did you expect Gardenzio to to make an appearance and in, in impede your your vacation? Um, I I don't know. I mean, like I caught a little little bit of the you know hints of of that he may be involved in the campaign with the like intro thing but i you know i didn't know when that would be so i did i didn't expect it to be like oh hey like what's up right out the gate let's do this gardenzio shit yeah i mean you know so to to kind of sum it up a little bit is that you guys came out of the drift and you came right upon these three pirate ships that were trying to kidnap the Buzzblades. Um, when you arrived, Gardenzio is like, oh, you know, I've been expecting you, let you know he's expecting you, and actually offered you, he's like, why don't you help me do this, you know, like, and, and also mentioned that he was there to try to help you um, and gave you some coordinates or whatever to meet him later if you're so inclined. You yeah. know, you have I mean, to decide whether or not, you know, you trust him or if, if I mean, it's something- of course I don't. <laughs> but it's also like, I love his logic of like, I'm trying to help you. It's like the tax collector showing up and being like, hey, I'm just <laughs> trying to help you. Well, we'll we'll have to see about that. But for now, you guys have escorted the Buzzblades in their shuttle uh, along with Kuiper to the docking area of new Elysium. And so that's what we're going to go ahead and get there. Cause there is a lot to discover here at new Elysium. So let me put on some appropriate music and let's get going. So new Elysium's docking area is a multi armed facility on the side of an enormous asteroid. Above it, built into the space-borne rock, is a sleek structure with countless windows, as well as a huge, clear dome. A computerized message plays from the comm unit. Welcome. Relax, and our automated docking system will guide you in. You'll be ready to disembark shortly. True to the message, docking takes only a few moments. A mechanical clank and a sharp hiss accompany the station's airlock passageway, linking to the ship. You are now ready to disembark. Welcome to New Elysium, a plane unto itself among the stars, untouched by sorrow. Yeah, super, super (laughs) foreshadowing. And the airlock opens into a short, polished hallway that in turn leads to a wider corridor that slopes gently upward. Um, as you get to this wide, wider corridor, you can see that indeed the Absalom Buzzblades are disembarking from the Gold Runner, and Kuiper is disembarking from his ship on this kind of long connection. So you guys can kind of see everybody as they're getting off. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what they see, John, when they see Kuiper get off the ship? Okay, so as he's disembarking, he's... I suppose get, just kind of like making sure last minute adjustments before he actually meets new people. And so as he's adjusting the cuffs of his pressed button down, the individual you see before you is roughly six feet in height. 
who appears to carry himself with a disciplined grace. This Patra gives a measured look through his greenish-gold eyes at these strangers as if he were a tailor measuring their sizes by sight alone. As he shifts balance on his hard-soled Oxfords, a quick view of the collar line underneath the fabric reveals a set of armor, a high tensile nanofiber interwoven with ceramic and polycarbonate molds and platings adhering closely to his tan-colored fur. The dark stripe pattern that decorates his head gives little information into what he's thinking. And he's going to go ahead and approach you. And uh, never seen y'all before, so he's just trying to gauge who's who in this. And so... Uh, before you uh, do that, let me show you a picture that was done by one of our favorite artists here at Southern Tom Foolery. We have a headshot for Kuiper. Oh, really? <laughs> so yes. excited. Nice. Oh. And for, for the listener who may be uninitiated, what's a Patra? Okay, so Patra is actually a uh, it's cat folk in space. Um, they actually originally hail from uh, they've they were originally introduced in Alien Archive Two, but they their home world is Vesk Six, which is in the Vescarium uh, solar system. Uh, yeah, so Kuiper okay. okay. walks up to the crew. And uh, he says, allow me to informally introduce myself. My name is Kuiper Vargas. To whom was I speaking to over the comms? Because uh, has waiters if you have coins. Because she has waiters? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Heath, before, uh, before she responds, can we get a, a drop for old time's sake? You're goddamn here? right you can. <laughs> oh, my God. Fellas and lady, <laughs> it's time for a long introduction. It's a long introduction from Ziva. Ziva. <laughs> Ziva, Ziva. From Ziva. Um, sorry. Okay. Woof. I mean, meow. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> You're blowing it, Emily. You're blowing it. <laughs> I love it. Get your shit together. together. <laughs> No, uh, no. As he walks up and he, you know, says that Ziva would kind of step to the front and she would uh, extend a hand and she'd say, um, "Ah, yes, uh, hello, Mr. Vargas, um, uh, Captain Noriko Zivarajni. I'm uh, the Madam of the Pulse of Paradise. Have you um, had the chance to visit us before?" And with that, before shaking your hand, just kind of open arms. Is of course you're the Capitan. Clearly, you must have a strong heart and loud voice to keep this crew in check. And as for it to your inquiry, no, I have not. Well, after our interesting first meeting, uh, and she'd be kind of like gesturing to the ships and everything, I says, I think that you have very much earned a uh, warm welcome at the pools. Uh, anytime you come to Absalom Station, please stop by and I will uh, make sure that you're well taken care of uh, and you can compare our two establishments and she'll kind of like look around the um you know new elysium port where they are uh and she says i are you a guest here are you um tell me what what brings you to this uh, asteroid 
Outstanding. Your invitation is well received. Uh, actually, my visitation to the uh, New Elysium is part of my role as hospitality officer in the Bureau of Travel and Tourism. I have come to visit New Elysium on business to further facilitate networking between Vertani corporations and get the inside scoop on where to expand the market for their more wealthy clientele. Before you can respond, from behind you, you hear, Ho ho ho! Yes! Uh, who are the ones that are so wonderful to save us? And you turn around and you see this giant female Vesk in, in like purple athletic wear. Uh, actually, I have a handout. <laughs> it says, Yes, yes, you have saved us, and I would like to shake the hand of every one of you who made sure that we didn't turn into space dust, never to play Butaris again. Ho ho! Fell <laughs> nudges Mike in yeah. the shit, like in the chest. Oh, dude, he's on. He immediately says, "That's yes, a lawyer go call me." Star of the Buzz Blades. <laughs> Indeed it is. Ah, but I am not the one here who is the hero. It is you. Please tell me your names. Uh, I'm, I'm Titanium Mike. <laughs> Titanium Mike. I love that name. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, I wait. I think I... Loma, don't you know who this is? This is Titanium Mike. He is a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I right. love it. I love it. As one sportsman to another. Sports woman, if you don't mind. I've... No, I, I do apologize. I'm... I'm just busting your chops. I'm a vesk. Does it matter? I can bust bones with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and he like heartily like goes to shake her hand. Says yes, yes, thank you, uh, Mike, and the rest of you. Please tell me your names. Uh, Orin Vance, APA. And Orin will stick his hand out to shake Golconda's hand. I mean, and she just grabs it and, like, very, like, firmly, uh, you know, almost dwarfs your hand in her in her giant claw and shakes it kind of, you you feel your, your bones shake a little bit. As mm, she, all right, settle down there. Haha, uh, <gasps> sometimes champ. I forget my own strength. No, I don't. I'm the star of the Buzzblades. Of course mm-hmm. I know how yeah, strong yeah. I am. <laughs> yep. Yep, for sure. All right. Norn will kind of just take a few steps back. You know? <laughs> Don't be rude. And Fel walks up with a huge grin on his face. And Fel Nomorana, pleasure to make you acquaintance. Fel Nomorana, it is a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for saving us. Anytime. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, and Ziva would kind of turn. She says, uh, yes, hello. I'm uh, Nariko Zivarajni, Captain and... Madam of the Pulse of Paradise, I believe we may have had you once or twice before, perhaps? Oh, but of course, this is where we all love to go and we need to blow off some steam for when we win Brutaris or for when we lose the Pools of Paradise is where we go. It is an honor to meet you. And he and she bows like, like very, very like over the top. Oh, that is not ne- necessary. Please, uh, come, come. Uh, and Z would kind of like just sort of gesture at uh, the rest of the players that came out and says, we are very glad to know that all of you are well and that uh, you have not suffered any damage. Uh, correct, yes? And she kind of look everybody, like, make sure nobody was busted up. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they got a couple, like, scratches, you know, from where they, the ship um, 
got jostled, but they're like, Oh, we're, of course we're fine. We're buzz blades. We take worse hits than this on a daily basis. Thank you for asking, though. Your generosity does not go unnoticed. Ha ha! Uh, let me introduce you to my teammates, yes? Um, and she turns, and the first person she points to is a so, uh, an android. Um, she says, this is Loma. This is uh, the center back who, who does great things on the field. And Loma kind of just steps up and says, yes, well, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Loma. Thank you for saving us. Uh, and then kind of steps back quietly. Um, and, she, and then uh, Yazaloya continues down the line and, and says, I, I'm sorry, I feel, I feel like each one of them, like Titania and Mike, was separate. Like, oh, Titania and Mike, so nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, says, oh, this is an up-and-coming star. My, one of my right-hand ladies, Virle Nilufa. Come say hello, Vilfe. This female Lashunta uh, comes up and she's wearing like tight teal top with the purple shorts and kind of a purple half cape over her shoulder. And she comes up. She says, "Yes, yes, very nice to meet you. Thank you for for all of your help. It's it. It was a pleasure. Uh, yes, lawyer. Can you please bring the decibel levels down just a bit? We are. We, we've talked about this. Oh yes. I. I'm sorry. I just get so excited. And these are." These aren't just our saviors, but it turns out they're famous. We have the Pools of Paradise, madam, and we have Titania, Mike, and surely all these other folks must be important, too. <laughs> Quite. Wait, wait, you said you're the APA? I feel like I've heard something about that. Uh, up-and-coming security business? I, I don't know. I... Indeed, yes. the, the Apollo Protection Agency. Oh, that's a good name. Oh, I... I like it. <laughs> oh, no, there's more to introduce. And up now steps a Kasatha, a male Kasatha. And also kind of in Buzzblade gear, whatever. He says, Yes, uh, my name is Kufasu Tasa Nirada Se, but you can just call me Kofe. Uh, if you would ever like to talk Brutaris, or strategy, or philosophy, or the unique combination of all three. Please, I would be most happy. And thank you for saving me. Uh, Us. Any time. And he, like, nudges fell again. He's like, don't let his voice fool you. That's the fastest player on the pitch. Yeah, no shit. All right. Now we have kind of a... One of our oldest members of the Buzzblades still kicking, though he's getting close to retirement, as sad as it makes us... None other than Zidhel Corin. And this human, uh, male human, steps forward. And Jesus oh my big. god, he's <laughs> thick as fuck. Six C's minimum. Mike's face lights up even more because whereas uh, Golkami is his dad's favorite player, this is Mike's favorite player. Yeah, and so. He steps up and you see this this older man with oiled black wavy hair, hair and a beard. I mean, he is swole. And uh, he just comes up to you and, and he says, uh, it, is, it is a pleasure to meet you. Um, thank, thank you, yes, lawyer, for that introduction. And thank you, Madam Ziva, for your lovely introduction. I have 
known of your professionalism for quite some time, and must thank you, along with all of my companions here and teammates, for for helping helping us meet certain death in space. Uh, this was supposed to be a vacation, but here I am. I told them we shouldn't have come, but they they insisted as it was nearing my retirement. Orin doesn't say anything, but he's just shaking his head in agreement, like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. yep. Does Ziva see him shaking his head? Like, Orin, is she within... I'm does gonna I say guess. she does. Okay, yeah, like, um, she would kind of look over at Orin and then look back at... I'm sorry, Zidheel? Zid- Zidheel Corin. He goes by Corin. Corin, okay. Or the uh, quiet storm. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yes, that's a... That's a name that I didn't come up with, but it seemed to have worked. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ziva would look over at Orin and then back at uh, Corrin, uh and would say, Well, uh, a rocky start will make the um, lovely stay here all the more um, lovely, I'm sure. So uh, it will be grand for all of us, I'm certain. And she kind of looks over at Orin sort of pointedly, like... Get it together, he, boy. <laughs> he waits till she he waits till she looks away and then just rolls his eyes. You know? <laughs> um, and Isola uh, Yazaloya finally says, "And don't think we've forgotten about you, Beryl." And she steps to the side, kind of showing a dwarf, a young dwarf, right behind her that you couldn't see because she was blocking the view. And you see this dwarf with close cropped red hair and a trim beard. He comes up with a big smile and he says, "Hey y'all, my name's Beryl. Uh, I just joined the the Buzzblades and and I, I fucking love this game and and God, I thought I was only gonna get to play one season before before meeting my my certain death and being blasted to smithereens and well y'all came along and I, I really appreciate it. So and yes, that's that's enough, Beryl. That's, <laughs> I think we've overloaded them. We are tired. We just wanted to say thank you." Please join us for drinks later uh, in the resort. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you again. <laughs> I thank you for your performance in the Brutaris Bowl. Madam Ziva here helped me and my father score tickets. We were sent a pitch. Ah, oh, you were there. Uh, that's wonderful. It was, it was a close game, that's for sure. And Kofa says, Oh, I would love to talk to you about what you thought was the good strategies there. <laughs> of course. Um, and they start to look as if they were going to to move. And on the exit ramp that goes into the um, into New Elysium proper, you see that uh, four people are actually stride, striding down the corridor, slight slope towards you. One is a striking Verthani man with black eyes, slickly styled dark hair, and an expensive-looking charcoal suit accented with violet matching the illumination on his cybernetic right arm. Fel, you know this to be Kaon Reese. Oh, shit. Um, The other is a halfling of athletic proportions and conventionally handsome tan skin, curly hair, and trimmed sideburns. You guys all know this as Philip Kausner from Mm -hmm. from his... Yep, yep, yep. Um, and he wears dark business attire with a subtle crimson hue. The other two people, both Verthani women, um, are dressed in black microcord armor 
and are clearly security personnel or bodyguards. They stand back as the two suited men come closer, and I want everybody to roll a sense motive. Interesting. That's one that I haven't had to roll very often. But I'm good at it, though. Like, that's the thing. I've been putting points in this, like, every level. Uh, as a 12 tw- for Fell. 22 for Oren. Yep, 15. 23. Uh, 35. Jesus. <laughs> Damn, girl. You sense all the things. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, uh, Ziva, you kind of get the sense as they're walking down before they get fully into view that the Verthani man and Philip are seems like they were kind of arguing something but then as they step kind of into the full frame you know like as they come through the doors that go down to the corridor to, to meet y'all you can see that uh, they whatever they were discussing stops and and the Verthani kind of his face shifts from kind of a dour look to a, to a Maybe not a joyful face, but something a little bit more controlled and um, inviting. Mm-hmm. And the two of them walk up to you, and Philip says, My dear Ziva, you made it. I am so sorry for the way that you arrived here. This was not my intense. Oh, gosh, you must already think that we're such a failure here. I'm so embarrassed. Please, please don't hold this against us. The- I should have told you that being out here in the diaspora, there are there are raiders here, and and well, that's that's kind of why we wanted the APA here. And when he says that, you see the Verthani kind of cut eyes to him and just shake his head ever so slightly. But with that thirty-five, you catch that he doesn't seem to agree that the APA should be here for that reason. Okay. Um, sorry, Ziva would just kind of, sort of, you know wave a hand and say, uh, my dear Philip, there's no worries. Um, we like to, well, make an entrance, uh, as they say. So this is nothing, nothing very new for us. And we are so very happy to have um, your invitation extended to us. And I assure you, uh, I, I doubt, and she'd kind of look up a little bit at the Vrathani as she says this, I doubt very seriously that you will need uh, much input from us at all, and uh, we're very much enjoy, uh, look forward to enjoying our time here. Like, she's trying uh, to smooth things over between everybody, kind of. Sure, and and Philip, for his part, is just, you know, kind of overly apologetic, and the Vrathani the takes a, you know, a hard look at you and says, yes, I, I, I'm sure that that everything will be just fine. And then as he kind of scans the um, the crew, he sees you, Phil, and in his eyes, I mean, they're already big black glows, but they seem to get wider. And he says, Phil, what what are you doing here? Half grin kind of spreads on Phil's, fa- Phil's face, and he says, I've been traveling with these, with these people, uh, you know, working on their ships. And, and he just looks really distressed, and he says, "Felt I, uh, I, you, re- you really shouldn't be here." Uh, and he's like just kind of whispering that into your ear as he like comes up to shake your hand and, and greet you. He kind of leans in and just says, "I wish you hadn't come here." What? 
Uh, and then he then he leans back and he says, "All right, well, enjoy your stay. I guess I have I have important business that I have to attend to." Hey, Kaon, cool. it's 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 been it's been years, man. You want to catch up over a drink later or something, maybe? No, you should get the fuck out of here. And he turns his heel and walks. Does he say that Turn- loud enough for all of us to hear? Yeah, and and, and Philip looks like very uncomfortable. You know, he's like, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, he's had a, he's had a hard day. Uh, uh, he's, he's had a really hard day, and this was not how you guys were supposed to come here. And I think he's, I think he's worried about. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry for that. Please, gosh, I, I, this is so, this is so embarrassing. What, a, what a horrible greeting and, and welcome to here. I, please, please, uh, uh, come and let me show you what this is really supposed to be about. Ziva would nod and kind of like sort of awkwardly sort of put her hand she's trying to like take his arm kind of like you let him lead her but he's a halfling so like mm-hmm. um and she says oh, philip this is why of course we have our soft openings yes this is for to work out all of the bugs um i'm <laughs> let's let's see what you have to offer yes and she just kind of give him her biggest smile to try and calm him down i guess as a guy who went to prom with a really tall girl, like I empathized. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fell, for your part, you are utterly confused by this reaction. Yeah, I was going to say, Fell, like he he, he puts like his... puts he puts a hard back to you. You know what I mean? Like even if you're like trying to read at, reach out to him or whatever, he like turns and walks directly towards his ship to get on the ship and leave. Um, and even if you were to call out to him, he, he wouldn't, he doesn't turn back or anything. And you're just kind of going through this in, in your mind, like what, what is going on? And y'all, we need our first doobly doos of season two. Oh shit. Episode two. We see Felino approaching an office door with a black and gold plaque that reads Eclipse Innovations. Kayon Reese, Director of Starship Maintenance. Fell is in dark blue coveralls, tied at the waist, wearing a grease-stained orange tank top. His hands are covered in the same dark grease. Fell pulls a rag from his pocket and wipes his hands with it, then knocks on the frame of the already open door. You, uh, you wanted to see me? Ah, Mr. Marana. Fell walks into Kayon Reese's office. The rich smell of Castrovellian tobacco hangs in the air. Mr. Reese. Fell stands at attention and gives Kaon a sloppy salute. They both laugh at the ridiculous formality and happily shake hands. Fell looks at his hand, still dirty. Ah, sorry. Uh, it's good to see you, Fell. Come on in. Kaon clearly doesn't mind the grease on his hand. Hey, you too, man. Uh, any updates on what's going to happen with those machines replacing us peons? I mean, I kind of need to know if I need to start looking for another job, as much as I don't want to. That's uh, actually why I wanted to see you. And you know I don't see you all as peons, right? Like, you know that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do, but... All right, all right. Anyways, I've been thinking about it. And what would you think about new exoskeletons? Powered ones? Yeah, I mean... You know, I'm, I'm honestly not a big fan of those things. They're, they're too hard to move around in, can't fit in places that we need to be working on the ships. Uh, I mean, you were a mechanic before this, right? 
Yes, but never on a starship. I'd have killed for an exoskeleton working on a sky dock elevator. Kaon is always careful not to bring up his higher education around Fell. So I had this idea. Why not make us mechanics a bit more capable? I mean, that's what I was trying to do with the exoskeletons. What do you have in mind? Uh, maybe take some of that robot tech you have and instead of having me wear it, you actually put it inside my head. Put it in your head? But how would that even work? Fell puts classified Eclipse innovation schematics up on Kaon's hollow screen. So I took the liberty of digging around Eclipse's service. Fell, you're not supposed to. Fell shrugs and cuts Kaon off. Look, my career's on the line. I know it wasn't supposed to, but take a look at this. On closer inspection, the schematic has been marked. Notes have been written, bits rearranged and reorganized. Manipulating his comm unit, Fell rearranges, removes, and adds to the schematic. Kaon watches, slack job. Fell, how did you even... I, I mean... All right, let me look at this. Kaon zooms, pans, and rotates the schematic a number of times, mumbling to himself, then pauses, looking up at Fell. This is absolutely incredible. You know, I think I think you're definitely onto something with this. Kaon continues to look over the schematic, his eyes never leaving the image as he reaches into a pocket of his beautifully tailored suit and pulls out a small metal case. Fell notices a smear of grease around the once pristine pocket and smiles a little at the lack of concern Reese seems to have for the now ruined jacket. In a fluid movement, honed by years of repetition, Kaon flicks open the case, pulls out a small, red, hand-rolled cigarette, lights it, and pulls a deep drag as his eyes dart back and forth over the digital blueprint hovering between the two men. After a few seconds of silence, Kaon exhales slowly. A sweet-smelling red smoke billows out from his mouth and obscures Fell's vision for a moment. But as the smoke clears, Fell sees the other Vrathani looking back at him through the hologram, a genuine, almost goofy grin on his face. Fell, man... This is it. This is... It's perfect. I mean, why try to reinvent the wheel, right? This way, we'll have the best of both worlds. Experienced mechanics with a nice little tech assist. Yeah, you're right. I I'm not sure why I didn't realize this sooner. And this exocortex concept is right on the money. Felt this is going to be huge. It's going to be a game changer. We, we need to celebrate. And the memory fades as we transition to another scene. You see Fell face down on the table of an immaculately clean operating room. Kaon stands a few feet from the table, watching as an automated surgeon holds their exocortex prototype in its sharp metal talons and lowers to the base of Fell's skull. Man, this is going to be so fucking awesome. Kaon watches silently. So, uh, after all this is done, uh, how about we go grab a drink to celebrate? Uh, with a lump in his throat, Kaon says, that Definitely Fell. Uh, now hold, hold still. He watches as the anesthesia watches. Kaon watches as the anesthesia washes over Fell, making sure he stays by his friend's side as he goes under. Once Fell is under, the surgical machine makes its incision, and Kaon turns away with not as strong of a stomach as he thought he had. He steps out of the facility for some fresh air, and after a few breaths, his nausea passes and is replaced with the excitement of the possibilities of this echo cortex. Smiling now and eagerly waiting the chance to give the prototype a test run, Kaon lights another cigarette. <laughs>
Hmm. So old buddies, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, if you remember from a previous flashback, um, Kaon came to Eclipse Innovations as a kind of up and coming young executive mm-hmm. and came with some plans for the automated ship repair tools and, and that's when Fell kind of gave his big speech about the importance of having like mm-hmm. an actual person involved mm-hmm. in it. So this that. is kind of a follow up to that, right? Sure. Um as we are like kind of walking behind uh the little the little gnome and everything, you know, or not gnome, he's a halfling. Halfling, mm-hmm. halfling. With a very punchable face, by the way. <laughs> uh, Dude, I could not agree more. He's God. Um, <laughs> that freaking smile. Okay. Um, so, Orin is going to try to catch up with uh, with the Patra, and, and he'll kind of be like, Hey, you, uh, Vargas. Uh, yes, uh, and who might you be? Orin Vance. I'm the pilot of the Epic Tracer. Listen, uh, go ahead. You got no, you got something to say, man. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah, great work out there. Uh, you must have a lot of experience. It's a very impressive ship you have. Is that a Calavari uh, Ventor, by the way? Yeah, or- originally it's it's heavily modded. Anyway, listen, I just wanted to say, uh, nice flying out there. That uh, that little ship you got's pretty quick. That I uh, and, he, and Orin kind of looks him up and down at, at his like, it, he's in like sort of a suit, right? Like, yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in, he's he's dressed, yeah, yeah, dress clothes. Is that a uh, is that a company ship? Uh, no, it's it's actually one of my own. Oh yeah, you a collector or something? Uh, I wouldn't say a collector, no. But uh, this is this is the one that I could find a short notice. Hmm. Uh, about this time, Philip is like, "Okay, okay, yes, let's let's get to it. There's so much to show you. Please, it's it's about time for a proper greeting and a tour. First of all, I must thank you for your assistance in getting the buzzblades here. We certainly would be dead in the water if our first uh, celebrity guest uh, were dead before they got here. So much thanks to you. And as a as a gesture of my of appreciation, here is a five thousand credit gift allowance for each of you to use while you're here at New Elysium. I hope that this can help bridge the unfortunate entry to New Elysium. So uh Philip, are these like arcade tokens or are these like we can use these anywhere in the like not just here? The actual real uh, credits. It's, it's effectively 5,000 credits. Nice. Each. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and he also says, and for any damages that you have incurred upon your ship, our technicians will be right on repairing that. And in fact, as a further demonstration of my appreciation, we will upgrade your ship to a tier eight ship while, during your stay here. Well, so, you're gonna you're gonna have to talk to Phil about that. I'm sure he wants to oversee yeah, I've got the processes. S- I got some stuff in mind. I'll uh I'll, 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 send you, I'll send you my plans. Does this well, hospitality... Sending them to me will do nothing, as I don't know anything about starships, but <laughs> there are people here that do, and I, I will make sure that you are connected to them with our fancy new app, uh, which leads me to the next part. Part of this... I, well, first, Madam Ziva, have you explained to your companions here part of the purpose of why you're here? 
Uh, yes, it's a bit of a dual purpose, yes, to get a feel for the um, resource itself and also for the security purposes for uh, APA's um, specific opinions on how we could possibly assist you in bettering security, yes? Yes, yes, that is that is correct. And, and everybody here is, is on board for that uh, consultation, yes? Yeah. I, I, I must... Apologize, but I do. I do need to hear confirmation from each one of you, please, for legal reasons, of course. I mean, you already so, got mine. So <laughs> before before Oren <laughs> says anything, telepathically he'll say to Mike, uh, "This little bastard has the most punchable face I've ever seen." But I'll take his money, though. And Mike <laughs> out, laughs out loud, like. <laughs> and then, uh, with, without missing a beat, Oren just goes, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, we're here, right? I, I agree to consult with you. Uh, and, and you fell? I've already said yeah twice. Oh, I'm what, sorry. What, you, what more you. do you want from me? Uh, Bill, I apologize. <laughs> My hearing is not as good as it used to. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Phil. You're doing great, buddy. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> and, Telepathically, Orin will say to Phil, don't lie to that little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, Kuiper, uh, you were a last-minute addition to our roster, but I am so pleased that you are here. Um, I did not realize that that position existed, but wow, it's a wonderful partnership to have. Uh, are you on board with, with giving us your feedback and collaboration? First off, it's Mr. Vargas, Mr. Kalsner. Oh, my apologies, Mr. Vargas. But, uh, and you can call me Philip. <laughs> thank you, Philip. Secondly, does this um, does this uh, uh, reward, these credits, extend also to uh, towards the hospitality that I granted in this uh, combat that took place? Well, yes, you get five thousand credits too. Excellent. Well, if that's the case, then yes, you do have my have my endorsement. I agree. Excellent, excellent. This is great news. I am so happy that each and every one of you are here. One reason that you've all been invited to our little resort is to be the first to experience an upgrade to our amenities. We have maximized guest comfort by way of software integration. Our Keys to Elysium app is your personal concierge, putting everything we offer at your command with a touch or a word. Here, and using his datapad, Philip calls up a 3D icon shaped like a silver key and flicks it. All of your comm units kind of each beep individually uh, with uh, asking permission to accept and installing the download of a new program called the Keys of to Elysium. Ziva doesn't Orin, even look Orin, at Orin, it. Or, Orin looks to Fell like, is this a good idea? Like, uh, what do you think? I mean, I can't, I can't really. Hey, Philip, 10 years off for beep. a second. <laughs> Ziva, Ziva accepts. She Can't downloads do it immediately. <laughs> Fel wants to do something to where it looks like he's accepted it, but he actually wants to be able to, to do some digging before he installs the thing. Uh, well, the issue is that Philip is, is like kind of like looking, you know, he's got that smile on his face, but he's kind of stopped the procession into the, um, into the resort. <laughs> Uh, uh, kind of like okay, yeah, like just waiting on all of you to accept yeah. it. All right. Mike like wa- moves over in the little circle or line that we're in to 
Ziva and like nudges her and uh, he doesn't have even a single rank in computers <laughs> so he like turns to her and he's like what button I gotta press to make it do <laughs> yeah and she just uh, kind of like says, oh yes it's very easy and he kind of reaches over and clicks the, the yes button for you Fel, Thank you. Fel accepts Just standard it. terms and conditions, love. He's fine. Fel accepts it and then immediately sets his exocortex to start analyzing the app. Perfect. Okay. And Kuiper just uh, reaches into his little go bag uh, for his uh, data pad and goes ahead and installs it on that. Okay. Perfect. <sighs> or in size. All right, fine. And he accepts the download. Philip smiles. There. Now, anything you want here at the resort is as close to you as your comm unit. Your free stay is predicated on you using the app and allowing it to send us relevant data. You can also use it to send us feedback in real time and, if you like, anonymously. We're sure you'll love it, and you can get the virtual personality any name you wish, and it will respond... Sorry. You can give the virtual personality any name you wish, and it will respond, though it defaults to keys. The app is voice activated, so simply ask for whatever you need, like so. <clears throat> and he holds out his his little communication pad. He says, "Keys, please allow our guests to choose their rooms." The program chimes pleasantly. Yes, Philip responds a cheerful, androgynous voice. Uh, so then the app, all of your communications kind of pop up with a choice of room. Uh, choice of rooms, presenting you with various configurations, such as suites or individual lodgings, as well as opportunities to reside together or have accommodations close to one another with a kind of joined common room. Um, it also prompts you to configure any settings, such as the name that you want it to respond to when you use it, or whether it should respond with text or voice. Um, this is real cute. This is adorable. I love this so I'm, much. I don't know if any of you guys played it, but I'm getting some real Persona 5 vibes from this. <laughs> I've never played that. I've never played it. I'm pre- pretty sure you know that none of us have played uh, Yeah, that. well, it's pretty fantastic. There's a, there's a whole thing with an app that takes them to like some parallel universe type thing, but it's a thing oh, that just dear. pops up on their phone. So oh, that doesn't bode well. No. <laughs> so, Mike. Oren, you- Oren will silence all notifications from the app. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that it's text only. Like, like, get as as minimally intrusive yeah, yeah. as he that possibly app. can. Yeah. Like yeah. he, like, turn off location services and shit like that. Like, I don't. It's an invasion of privacy. Um, okay, Mike. What are you gonna name your concierge? Rocky. Stick with keys. Rocky. Okay. Yep. And what about you, Phil? Can you come back to me? I'm still thinking. Sure. Ziva. Sylvia. Sylvia, okay, and Oren, you you're gonna only use it at the bare minimum requirements, basically. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. don't want anything to do with this fucking right. app, man. What about you, Kuiper? Uh, actually, following the same stance as Oren, uh, mm-hmm. just minimize any kind of intrusion on that. All right, um, so let me tell you a little bit about this app. There's there's some things to it, so Phil. bear with me. Phil, I've got mine. Okay, I'm sorry, Phil. Go ahead. I'm going to name mine Precious. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, this is going to get so creepy. You know? <laughs> My Precious. <laughs> um, you, so, I'll say that, Oren, as you're kind of doing your thing, when you try to log out of it, 
like you know you try to you, you install it you do the basic thing and then you try to turn like basically turn it off a log out and a little notification kind of comes up in the app and it says um, reminds you of the terms and, condi and conditions of the invitation to new Elysium and says that at the very least you have to leave the data tracking on or you will not be allowed to stay at the resort you don't have to <laughs> oh yeah I'm just gonna fly fly the tracer back home but it does, but it does uh, what I will say is it does allow you to turn off all the notifications it allows you to turn off like any any interaction with any of your other apps that are on your unit your comm unit you know you can you can like secure it pretty good it just mentions that a hard logout is a violation of the terms and conditions of the invitation to new elysium you just gotta let jeff bezos know where you are at all times so yeah Oren accepts it and he cuts his eyes at philip and he says i'm watching you little guy why me i what you know I don't. And he, doesn't, he doesn't say anything else. He I, just like completely and, and ignores like, him. Philip completely like, ignores him. Looks very, very like confused and and, and <clears throat> I like upset. I like He's like, I, 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 yes, I know, I, Mister Mister Vance. Is is there is there anything I can do to to make your your stay here more pleasurable? Please, my my only goal I, here is for you to yes, enjoy your uh, time. <clears throat> I have a fantastic idea. Yes, please tell me. Yeah, don't speak to me again. Oren, that's enough. That's quite enough. Philip, okay. you'll have to bear with him. He does not very much care for these uh, technological things. He is more of a uh, uh, yes. an okay, analog now, now, person. Now I understand. Yes, Mr. Vance, I am sorry that this is a requirement. And, and please, feel free to, to turn off all the settings that you see fit. Just make sure that the app remains installed on your phone during your stay here. And you can delete it as soon as you leave. And, and and we will we will scrub any data that is not relevant to your your stay here. I, I I'm sorry. I, Orin I can just understand. gives him the tactical eyes and doesn't say anything else. He's and, like, and I'm he watching starts, you. He starts stuttering a little bit. He's like, oh, yeah, yes. And he kind of like refocuses to Ziva, who he feels already a lot more comfortable with. So and, uh, Ziva would to Philip say, uh, Philip, I'm sorry again. Uh, you know, Bear with us. We all have our ways. Yes, uh, we we though we understand that this is all part of bettering yourself and your services that you offer your clients. We understand, of course, it is not a problem. But telepathically, she will say to everyone in the group except for Kuiper because she doesn't quite know That's him. Fair. Honestly. That's fair. Um, uh, she will say, everybody, just you know, um, smile and nod. Fell, if you will go ahead and start running a few diagnostics, if you already haven't done so. Fell just like eh, shrugs. Um, so she's she's trying to kind of like keep everybody because our keep goal cool. here yeah. is to look like professionals, uh, and then you know we've got our tech guy on it, and he'll figure it out if it's going to fuck us over. That's well, yeah. And as far as your characters know, there's there's not really a reason to be suspicious of of this place like specifically other mm -hmm. than just a general anxiety about tech like which i totally understand well know? no orange doesn't like this guy at all he doesn't trust him he thinks he's a piece of shit he wants to punch him in the face i mean that's just I how mean, it is well with your with your sense motive that you rolled earlier which was which was high enough i mean you don't you certainly don't have to like him 
Uh, he is a little insufferable, but nothing about him suggests that he is like sinister, nefarious. Yeah. That well, is no, no, I don't even mean that. I just mean like he just doesn't like him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, but I, I just wanted to speak to your your trusting bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, the, you your intuition doesn't give you any reason to doubt that he's just excited to show the facility. You know, yeah, what I mean? but it's it's like disliking an overly aggressive salesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. like yeah. and like in response to uh, Ziva's kind of request that we all just like put on a smile and and carry on like professionals like mike grins the biggest almost intimidating vesk toothy smile and then just walks over to Aaron and like puts a hand on his shoulder and walks with him and just chuckles and then once they're like out of earshot a little bit he's like i feel you dude i want to punch that face so bad yeah i know man it's just it's i mean me. it wouldn't it wouldn't even be fair but like he even loves this dude <laughs> All right, so so let me let me go back and talk to you about this app. So some Sorry. of the features of it is, in addition to any of the amenity controls and uh, a service-based interface, it also allows guests to tag other users as friends or block other guests as unwanted company. You can communicate instantly with one another and so on. So it's it's also a bit of a social media app as well as a concierge app uh, that's specific to the guests that are here uh, at New Elysium. These features, of course, aren't anything new to modern comm units, but the Keys to Elysium contextualizes it all relative to the resort and its features. The app also includes an interactive map of the public areas of the resort, and this map can be customized to show where friends are located. So, to that point, I'm going to put you on a map. The map? Elysium. I love this map. Oh, map! So cool. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, so, yes. It's got a very Castrovellian vibe. Mm-hmm. So, furthermore, um, there are several settings involved in the app, and it, the app allows guests to customize how it is used, allowing them to manage alerts, personal tracking, and vocal feedback. It allows you to identify people as blocked or friends, and even sets proximity alerts to signal a user when a blocked person or a friend is nearby. <laughs> a user can a user can clear data, send usage statistics and feedback, and set the app's contextual guidance from full tutorial mode to no guidance at all. By default, the keys to Elysium has um, accessed all the personal information that has already been gathered by Philip. You know, so just your basic deets like who you are, you work for the APA, nothing too too specific. Let me get a computer's check from both Oren and Phil. All right. I have a computer's rank now. Hey, Do what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I have a plus three to computers. Nice. Uh, so as you... Okay, would you would you roll? Uh, Natural one. So, okay. 15 plus 18, so that's what... 32, 33. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Right, so, Warren, <laughs> as, you're, as you're kind of looking through this kind of stuff, um, a... <laughs> Like before you you turn everything off. Sorry, I, <laughs> damn it! I didn't mean to. Get on the timing with that. I didn't, um, no, I was trying to close it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and so this, all of a sudden, within within the framework of the app itself, so not like above, like on your comm unit, but within the the app as you have it open, this little ad pops up, and it's for um for g- gun oil. 
a little a little app pops up that says, "Do you need fresh gun oil for your oh, your pump action <laughs> rifles?" Orin's or? tries to swipe it away as fast as he can. <laughs> Fucking targeted ads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you close you close the app just. Fuck or whatever. Put it put it in your pocket. You fell on the other hand with your thirty three. Um, you're digging deep and you check the about box, right? So you know how every app kind of has that little hidden menu item that gives you the kind of the the version and, mm-hmm. and the copyright and all that kind of stuff. And you're digging through that because you want to you want to look and you see that there is a user agreement and privacy policy that is notarized as Eclipse Innovation is this software's manufacturer. Uh, so as we're kind of, uh, you know, walking through and everybody's sort of looking through the app and uh, everything, uh, Ziva's also kind of flipping through and looking at like the accommodation layout, uh, things that they can uh, change and everything. And she would kind of like lean down into and sort of look like, Oh my gosh, Miss Philip, this is so interesting. This is great. Uh, you really ought to consider putting in a quiz. Like, you know how people like to like take quizzes to see what they're like interested in? Like, what this accommodations? This is a wonderful idea. Yes, this would help us so much cater to each individual person. I knew that it was a good idea inviting you here for your help. Thank you, Madam Ziva. Thank you. Sorry, just wanted to throw a buzz quiz in there, you know. <laughs> A BuzzFeed quiz? BuzzFeed quiz, yeah. BuzzFeed quiz. Okay, okay, okay. So that's about uh, all there is on the app right now that you can can do in the process of, you know, because Philip is, is now very anxious to move you along and kind of show you the resort. Um, you know, but certainly later on this evening when you're in your rooms, you can dig deeper if you would like. Let's see. So after you walk through the dock hallway, you emerge in the resort's park, green fields. And what you see is an extensive domed area opens ahead, replete with smells of fresh water, grass, and honeysuckle. The dome overhead mimics a partially clouded sunset sky, lighting a broad meadow interspersed with trees, a creek, and a pond. Other guests lounge or play in the park. Among those guests, you can see... A Yusoki, uh, who is just wearing like some swim trunks, uh, that, and his little tail is sticking out of the back of the tw- swim trunks. But he has this weird apparatus on his eye, but you can you can only kind of see it. But he certainly stands out to you amongst the people that are swimming uh, in the pond. Um, to the rear of this park is a gigantic cliff around a cave, which has a waterfall on its back wall. Philip turns and smiles to you and says. Welcome to Greenfields, the resort's park, with an Absalom standard day-to-night ratio. Our asteroid rotates slowly, so the sun isn't visible through the dome during our night phase. But the river between is. Greenfields has everything, from swimming to a trail we call the loop, even a bar in the grotto there. Traversing the loop takes you all the way around the facility with a spectacular view the whole time. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My enthusiasm is running away with me. The keys to Elysium can provide you on details for our amenities. You can also use it to contact me or other resort staff at any time. If there's nothing else, I'll leave you to enjoy your evening. I got one question. 
Can you jump off the top of that waterfall into the into the pool there? Who, who me? You want me to jump? No, off not the... you. I oh, want to oh, do it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of course, yes. You can definitely do that. I encourage that. Uh, there, there is a a nice little staircase that goes up. That's kind of cut into the uh, into the rock itself. That can take you to the top, and and that is our diving board. If you if if you will. Perfect. So yeah, of course. That's gonna be so fun. And like for the first time, Mike like seems visibly excited like well not the first time the first time he saw the buzz blades mm. he might start to get pumped like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about all the tech stuff you know because he uh, knows it, nothing it, about computers and so he kind of looks to each of you like looking at Oren last um he says is is there anything else that i can do for you um mr agamason 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 yes uh is there anything else that i can do for you um, we haven't determined our, like, rooms and stuff yet. I assume you did whenever it popped up earlier, you know. You, I assume oh, okay. you guys want a suite that's together, right? Is there, like, a mini bar in the room? Oh, well, there's mini bars in the room, but there are plenty of wonderful bars throughout the resort that are full scale. Sure, but we're going to be here a while, just in case. It was just a question. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, Mr. Marana? How can I help? I mean, I, I just got eyes for that bar over there. Oh, yes, well, it seems that we have some drinkers amongst us. Yes, you will see me there later this evening when I am done with my duties. I, too, like to engage in some of the spirits, and we have the finest here. I can't wait to see you. Now, Madam Ziva, is there anything else I can hang, do for hang you? Hang on real quick, Philip. I got a question oh, for I'm you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I know, I know you are. Like, and, and like I said earlier, you're doing great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what do you drink? What's your favorite drink? Oh, I love gin and mint. Ah, classy man. I appreciate that. Go for an old-fashioned myself. I appreciate but... you. <laughs> what did you say? Go f- I'm sorry, I cut <laughs> no, you off. No, I, I go for an old-fashioned myself, but, uh... Ah, yes. There's nothing wrong with some gin and mint. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I, I look forward to drinking with you later this evening. And then, um, she, or he goes to Madam Zeeva and says, Madam Ziva, is there is there anything else that I can provide to you to 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 make this stay more exciting and enriching for you and your team? Um, Philip, as of right now, everything looks more than amply provided for us, and uh, we look forward to exploring this space and uh, giving you our feedback and just enjoying ourselves while we're here. So, thank you again so much for having us. It is my great pleasure. And he looks at Oren and then just moves past Oren. And uh, Oren, Oren nods approvingly. <laughs> he, like, he nods back, right. like, you know, trying trying to be the good host and, and respect your wishes. And then he goes to Kuiper and he says, And you, Mr. Vargas, is, is there anything else I can do for you? Philip, you've been a wonderful hostess. I very much appreciate uh, your uh, pleasant attitude here. And... Uh, no, thank you very much. Uh, this has been most welcoming. Thank you. And you see, you see, Philip kind of blush as you call him a hostess, but he doesn't correct you. Um, and and, and says, I go yes, ahead and uh, give him five credits. Uh, th- thank you, but I, I well, we, the rest of our staff certainly accepts tips. I cannot. Uh, please keep those. Spend those um, amongst uh, among all the different. Uh, shops and, and bars and restaurants that are available. We even have a theater here with live shows. I'm sure there's better places for you to spend that tipping, and I, and I appreciate it. But I really must be off. Oh, and look, 
Here comes Vorlin Reyes, the gardener here of New Elysium. This beautiful green fields is much due to her tending. And you see a half-elven beautiful woman approach you. This is who you see here. God damn. Uh, so she's got very, very long silver hair, um, very tall, pointy ears. She's kind of got um, copper skin, or maybe not quite copper, but kind of some red skin. And she's wearing a very flowing white and purple dress with thigh-high stockings. Uh, and, I mean, she's she's she looks, a presence for sure. She looks like an Amazon, like like the... Uh, like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. like the Amazons, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. She she comes up to you and she says, "Oh, hello. It is a pleasure to welcome you to the gardens. Please be careful. Do not step on the different plants here, but enjoy them. If you have any questions about the various." Flora that is here, I would be more than happy to answer them. Please, enjoy the beauty of nature here in New Elysium. And what was her name? I'm sorry. Vorlin Reyes. Um, Philip calls her Vori as he walks off. He says, all right, Vori, well, uh, they are arriving. They're uh, heading to their rooms and getting settled. Uh, thank you all. I cannot wait to talk to you more. Vori, we'll talk later about some of the things that you were bringing to my attention. You all enjoy yourselves and have a great evening. As Philip is walking oh, oh. away. <laughs> Sorry. I had a thing to yeah. go. go uh, ahead. As Philip is walking away, uh, Fel just kind of shouts out, Hey, uh, hey, Phil, check your friend requests. I'm going to grab that drink later. <laughs> uh, and he pulls up his, his app and his eyes just get wide and his smile gets even bigger and he says my first friend request that's so precious Uh, Ziva immediately friends him just on that alone yeah I mean and and as he's walking away like as soon as you if if any of you send one it's like an immediate like (laughs) friend back you know (laughs) Um, so yeah you have kind of the resort at your disposal. I'm not really sure how you guys want to to do this. Um, I can talk to you a little bit about the various places that are here, or you know, or do you want to just call it for tonight and go to your rooms and kind of talk to each other? You want to go to a bar? What do you want to do? So yeah, fuck no, I wouldn't go straight to bed. Yeah, take. Uh, I assume our all of our luggage is being handled, correct? Yes. So right. then, Mike's been carrying all of our luggage on his back <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, Fell, the first bar that he saw was the one here in the gardens. That's uh, so I, I don't know about you guys, but after all that shit with the pirates and stuff, I could use a drink. Anybody up for it? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds Anyone cool. else? Let's just get Orin, around. Or tries to drinks. figure out. He, re- he remembers that you that you can find out. If a blocked person is near you and tries to figure out a way to block Philip <laughs> on the yeah. app. So, so you can see all of the guests here. And so you see mm-hmm. Philip's name and it has like a smiley face for friend or an X for block next to Oh, it. yeah. He's, he matches that X. Like, <laughs> yes. 
and 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 like you know nods satisfactorily like yeah this is nice. this is what this i would is need good. so yeah i did a thing uh, mm-hmm. as far as the um the app thing or whatever it's just you said it's just on like our phones or personal comm units or yes. whatever yes so but it does have like a void like uh, an a l e x a type feature <laughs> thank you yeah. <laughs> yes like i could just talk to it instead of typing yeah. on it yes okay, personal yeah. assistant uh so immediately like just to test it out because like mike doesn't do tech stuff but he's excited about this because it'll talk to him you know <laughs> but he's like i rookie all right cool Wait, who are you talking to? My com- the a, app. He calls the app Rocky. Oh, Rocky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I was like, oh yeah. Well, who is that? Well, know. there's the first glitch right there. <laughs> yeah. Taking notes. It's, uh, it's, it's trash. trash. Yeah. It throws hey, it in Mike, the water. Mike, you need to you need to like turn your microphone on real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he just fell. Just reaches out and just like taps it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. And so it says, ah, yes, Mike. How may I help you? Is there a gym anywhere on the facility? There is a gym. It is on the lower floor of this facility. It is a large gym providing the latest in fitness equipment. Connected to the main exercise area are rooms used as dance studios or dojos if this is something you are interested in, each fitted with holographic training gear. Nice, thank you. I can provide guided fitness classes or martial arts classes here in this area. I'll I'll take you up on that. I'll, do I need to schedule an appointment, or I can just go whenever? You may do whatever pleases you. All right, tomorrow then. Tomorrow oh. it is. I will put a reminder in your app. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. Also, send friend requests to all of the Buzzblades. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this oh, so yes. much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get a drink. Hey, what about, uh, what about, uh, uh, the, the, I mean, he, the guy over there, he launched a good fucking nuke early as he is, uh, what are, yeah. you, what are you doing, Mr., uh, Mr., uh, was it Vargas? And Kuiper seems a little preoccupied, and he's watching to where that, uh, that retired Xeno Warden went. And anyway, okay. he's just kind of like, <laughs> it's like, I'll get back to you in a minute. And... He's gonna. He wants to like Miss Waterlin. Miss Waterlin, please wait. Uh, yes. Uh, how can I help you? And just, just going bold with it, like <laughs> I have been to many gardens in my life, but you are by far the most beautiful flower I've ever seen. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I would love to have a personal tour. Uh, okay, so what I need Bro, to you have to, you to roll like person. a like <laughs> a need to definitely persuasion roll, uh, diplomacy. Diplomacy, I believe, is what you need. To All roll. right, let's see. Uh, hey, John, I got something for you. I-, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he though gets a a plus two circumstance bonus for peacocking. Uh. <laughs> yup. That's a profession peacock. Profession, profession peacock. Profession peacock. Mm-hmm. Profession peacock. Okay, I'm see a if peacock. I, I got a fly, Captain. Seal that. That is a 16 on diplomacy. Total? Total. She looks at you and she just cocks a silver eyebrow and she says, Well, your words are sweet, but my flowers 
are sweeter. Yet they have thorns, so mind your step. But I would love to show you the gardens. Please, come with me. How would you like to be my first friend? And he just pulls up the data pad. <laughs> I would love to be your first friend. All right. And, and, so and just kind of like look she, back at the group and just like a little casual way. You pull it up and you see that she's already been friended by like everybody <laughs> at the resort. You know? Like, other, I mean, other than any of y'all, but all the Buzzblades, all the staff and everything, and, uh, and the other guests that are here too. Is, um, is this they, all within like earshot of us? I don't think so, no. Okay. Can, I mean, we saw him go after her, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Oren will turn to Mike and be like, yeah, she was cute, but she's way out of his league. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, shoot for the stars. You exactly. Know? You got to make sure you got to look for everyone to be a home run, you know? <laughs> I, I respect his boldness, I must yeah. say. Those elven ladies are trouble, though. I was just supposed to say, oh, watch yeah. out, watch out. All right. Uh, all right. Well, are we we going to get our drink on, fellas, and and Madal. So I'll say, I'll tell you a couple of the the things that are here. If you're looking for a place to eat or drink, you know, you have your app, and so you can pull up the map and it kind of lists everything that's there. So, um, kind of behind the waterfall is a very small like little walk-up bar there's not any stools or anything like that it's just kind of like a a pool deck bar type of thing uh called the grotto um there is also a let's see we're looking for uh, the hall of splendors is like the entertainment and performance area uh it has like a concert hall a high state gambling halls rooms for private parties uh, available for public reservation in a couple of theaters that show blockbuster movies such as Baby's Day Out. Um, <laughs> nice. Other, only the other such, uh, other such productions. Um, there is a arcade called the Painted Forest Playrooms. There is a like relaxation room called Contemplation. Hmm. Um, there is the Hollows Tavern which is kind of a sit-down area. It has a wide array of drinks and snacks as well as a place where you can exchange credits for the Painted Forest Playroom tokens. There is the Taste of Elysium. It's the resort's finest restaurant. Uh, it opens at noon and closes at midnight. It offers a variety of fine cuisine and wine from across the galaxy. When the resort is filled to maximum capacity, reservations are usually required, but since you are here as kind of a test run, you can pretty much get a table whenever you want. Um, Semi-formal or formal attire is required for dining there. Uh, it also includes a bar and a party room, both more relaxed regarding dress and reservation. So if you just want to go to the bar portion of Taste of Elysium, you can go there and you can still order off the menu, but if you want the sit-down experience, you have to be in formal wear. Um, it also offers room service during its service hours, but you know it's just while they're open. There is the Lyrakian Cabaret. It's a secondary concert venue offering light dinner theater. Uh, the cabaret is perfect for intimate variety performances such as spoken word, stand-up comedy, burlesque, and acoustic music. It is open from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. 
There is a bistro, which is a kind of a casual restaurant, a little walk-in restaurant. Kind of has mid-tier eclectic dining. There is a place called Wild Apples. It's a boisterous, fun place, uh, and that's what Wild Apples does best. It has simpler fare, so this is going to be your kind of like pub food type stuff. It has ample entertainment, including trivia nights, viewings of sporting events from elsewhere in the system, and performances by live musicians. Uh, Wild Apples also has a small dance floor and two mechanical riding bulls. This yeah, bar was, yeah. remains open till 2 a.m. Yep. Um, I found the spot. Found the is, spot, guys. There is a an observation deck called Azure Sky. So if you want to relax with a view of the stars, Azure Sky fills that desire 24 hours of the day with drink service until 2 a.m. The bar has ample seating encircled by a viewing area. All walls are transparent and set to display the stars and the nearby asteroids of the diaspora. Um, and that's everything that's on the top floor. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going through this, you know, and then I'll off air, I'll kind of give you a summary of this so you guys can think, be thinking of things you want to do in between. Yeah. Um, there's a place called the Boundless Sunroom. So this is kind of the opposite of the azure sky. Here, the sun is always shining. Uh, it's warm and has a pool with swimming and diving areas. In addition, it has an artificial waterfall that flows from the stream that's above in on the green fields. Features a smaller pool that can create an, arf- an artificial current to challenge swimmers, but includes an offshoot that always remains out of the current that is ideal for resting or wading. Um, there is the gym, as I mentioned. There is a place called the Burning Glades, and it is a set of sealable atmospheric chambers. The Burning Glades can accommodate species that have unusual atmospheric needs and want to spend time outside in an environment suit. A Burning Glades chamber can also be used as a sauna or steam bath for species that have no need for unusual atmospheres. There is Titan's Rest. Uh, Guests who come to Titan's Rest receive wellness services such as personal grooming, massages, aromatherapy, body wraps, and mud packs. Titan's Rest also contains New Elysium's medical facilities, which offer everything from first aid to augmentation. You can purchase most augmentations here and have them installed. There's a place called The Reflections. It's similar to Titan's Rest, but it's more simpler spa services such as haircuts and makeup and that kind of stuff. There's the guest services area, which is just kind of, you know, if you have any questions. There's Then there's some other places that are staff only so that's pretty much the rundown of what's here uh for you guys um i don't know what you want to do now but uh there's also a marketplace i I forgot too there's a a big marketplace as well so fell is going to look around the group thinking back to his interaction with uh keon reese and ask if uh so uh, what, do you, what do you guys say we uh, we grab a drink at that bar over there and then go for a quick swim and and just kind of like like kind of gesturing like please yes do yeah I'm, I mean I'm with it yeah uh, Ziva's like yes I think this is a wonderful place to start uh, come on Fel and she would like kind of take his arm and head towards it sorry is it the grotto is that yes okay that's this bar. <clears throat> So it's going to be, like, right here. And Mike will go over to Aaron and, like, grab him around the, you know, around the shoulder. And be like, come on, cowboy, let's let's get a drink. Phil obviously wants to 
unwind a bit. Yeah, uh, all right. And so the squares that you see on this map are 10-foot squares, but I think you probably could tell that by how small your tokens mm-hmm. are. Um, Kuiper and Vori are taking a tour of the gardens, mm-hmm. and we'll come back to that. Um, but let's go with the, with the other folks uh, as you guys head to the, to the bar. Um, sorry, so yeah, me, me and Phil were dancing. Being an auditory medium, uh, Heath and I both just dancing to the music that Adam's playing right now. Uh, this okay, is so, so you guys cool. Can, you like this? I really do. Yes. I would do, I would do the whole campaign just as this place is now. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, this is like playing auditory sims or something, you know? Yeah. like. <laughs> Um, so you guys make it over to the bar. I mean, Phil, you kind of lead in the show. You guys are all kind of sitting around. You get your drinks. Um, and you'll note that all your drinks are on the house here. So the only thing that's not on the house is the high-end stuff at Taste of Elysium. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then the shops and the augmentations and stuff. But most of your food and drinks are all inclusive. So it's just if you're wanting the kind of upper-level stuff. Gotcha. Well, Phil, being blue collar man that he is, is not a huge like doesn't. He's not going to spend the money for that stuff. That's why he's trying to schmooze for. So, uh, so Ziva, about uh, what I was saying earlier, um, with the, you know, whole saving the buzz blades and all that shit. You think we can get some of this top shelf stuff? Get us? I know they gave us five thousand credits and whatever. That's that's not here nor there though. I think that it would probably be best um, to give it a little bit of time. Uh, I don't know if you all caught. And she would kind of look around. Is there other staff? Like actual staff? Roll of perception. Okay. I can do that. Hold on. Oh, not really. I rolled a natural one for a 14. Uh, So you certainly don't. Uh, Let me get a... Sense motive from Oren and Phil. Okay. Okay. That's a natural 20 on the die. Let me check my bonus. Oh! Um, So it's a 27. I also got a 27, but not a natural 20. Okay, so the two of you, as she's like looking around to see who's around, both of you kind of silently pull out your phones and gesture to them and just kind of cover your hands over over them. Mm. You know, they both of you can sense that she's wanting to say something just to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you guys are kind of making the indication like maybe maybe cover your phones for a yeah. second. So, so not that that's Oren a guaranteed also, work. But. Yeah, he could yeah, say he could tap tap his circlet and and say, you know, look at Ziva and like yeah. make antenna gestures, you yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like and and she would like have a dumb moment like shit of course and so to through limited telepathy would say to everyone say I don't know if you will notice but uh, the interaction with the Mister um, and she'd look to Phil and be like and I'm sorry what was his name Kaon Ka- Reese Kaon so he was never formally introduced no. to you guys okay uh, so only only Phil would know him by name. Okay. The Vertani gentleman. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you all noticed, but the Vertani gentleman seemed to be very on edge. Um, Fel, he seemed to know you. Are you familiar with and him? And Fel just kind of like takes a sip of his drink and 
and just uh, very, very small, just nod. You know, like almost, almost imper- imperceptibly small, but you know, them sitting nearby and watching, mm-hmm. looking for me because I can't telepathically respond. Um, kind of, well, again, telepathically, she would say, perhaps we can use this to our advantage to extend some of our sway here and get a little more of that gush uh, that you were indicating earlier. But, um, let's get a little bit more information before we start bending arms, as it were. Hmm? Fell shrugs. Uh, and do you actually say that? Because... Like, telepathically. Yeah, because, like, cause like yeah. what is... Fel, Fel can't really respond. Like, Fel was talking, and then everybody just went quiet. You know? I mean, and she... So, after that, kind of, like, just to get us all on the same page, she would out loud say... Um, and I mean, at this point, she's just like, so, Fel, uh, the man that we ran into at the, at the port, do, do you know him? He had, he knew your name, yes? Yeah, we, uh, we're old acquaintances. Pause for a second. John, roll a perception check. You got it. 22. Okay. You... At, you know, you're walking with Vori, right? And she's been taking time, but you guys are kind of coming up. You know, you're you're paying attention to her or whatever, but a little bit of your cat ears kind of just picks up a little bit on on this conversation, so you can hear what they're talking about. All right. None of you see it, you know, see it, but nonetheless, go ahead. Yeah, we're uh, we're old acquaintances. Acquaintances of like a, a good measure. He seemed a little um, like I said disgruntled that you being like here. I said, Ziva, we're old acquaintances. Fair enough. And she kind of like I I assume gets the sense that she did, he doesn't really want to talk about it. Um, Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little touch, just a touch. Um. Mm. So, uh, you know what, guys, I. This spa is great and all, but like, I, I, I really, I really want to go for that swim. Like, and I'd love if everybody could join me. Please. Uh, okay. Of course. Yes. Or and you too, um, buddy. Uh. uh why? <laughs> just. It, look, after after everything that we've gone through, everything we've done, we deserve this. So just just come. Roll a sense motive. Yeah, <laughs> by all means. Yeah. Ziva's I mean, not even. Ziva's already like. Mike uh, rips his shirt off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Ziva's like, um, Sylvia, where is my room? I need to go and make a quick change. And she kind of look at everybody else and say, Oren, Mikhail. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure yeah, let's go. I'm tired of talking about changing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like already got a shirt in his hand. Like what? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you guys change and you guys get in the water and it feels amazing. Like it's it, you know, it's not. Um, it's it's not like magical, but damned if you didn't feel like it was because <laughs> it's just so refreshing. Like it feels so clean, and immediately as you get in it, you feel just 
full of, of life and energy. Um, in fact, uh, why don't you, Ziva, we're going to try out a little bit of your, uh, detect magic. Oh. It kind of, it kind of, it kind of just, uh, okay. There's like a little, a uh, little tickle in your belly and you, you get the sense that this water has been enchanted with some sort of like calming aura. Okay. I, I do that. Yeah. So like, as she kind of like comes through the water and says, ah, um, she'd kind of like look over real quick at Orin and then she would close her eyes and sort of just sort of cast out her her senses uh to see in a 60 foot cone shape yeah i mean yeah you're getting that the water itself has been kind of you know inundated with some with some very mild calming effect magic you know it's it's nothing that that changes you know any anything about your biology or or anything like that it's just there's kind of uh, this calming sense that that goes through the water and so you guys get in the water and we're going to stop y'all right there and i want to go to kuiper and vin and talk to me about what's going on with you two all right and so we're just carrying a con- carrying on a conversation and uh just i guess it's just gonna be a sequence of questions but it's just gonna address vori and uh now we're on a short night basis <laughs> and <laughs> And, uh, uh, we are friends on the Keys of Elysium. That is correct. Uh, so, <laughs> how long have you worked for New Elysium? Uh, I have been here for the last year. I was brought here to tend to these gardens and replenish them for our new reopening. And it's a wonderful garden. You seem to carry a nurturing spirit. Uh, have you raised all these from buds? Um, I can't say that I have raised all of them, but quite a few of them, yes. And uh, do you have a favorite? I hate to even ask, perhaps you treat them all like children. Well, they all are very special to me, but you guys are kind of at the top of the waterfall at this point, and she points down directly to the center of the garden, and you see this beautiful willow tree in the center of the garden. I mean, and it just looks so lush and full and flowy. I mean, it almost kind of um, looks like her hair in her in her dress and everything of how flowing and billowy and willowy her, she herself is. And she's like, that, that tree there is my favorite. Don't tell the others, though, she says with a wink. Oh, do not worry. I, I, I don't, uh, I won't tell any of the others, but do you enjoy working here? It seems like you do. I do, yes. It's been a wonderful place. Philip is a fantastic boss, and I get to create all this life. It's been quite wonderful. That's interesting that you uh, mentioned Philip. I was wondering, was he, when I first arrived, uh, I, I encountered a Vertani, uh, at dark, uh, Mr. Keon Reese, do you know this man? Um, Since motive. Did, did he give his name to Vargas? On yourself? Did he give huh? his name to Vargas? He did not. Um, she said, she looks at you kind of and says, um, well, I, I can't say that I know very much about the man other than he is, 
She kind of looks around and says, One of our financiers, um, he's here from time to time, but I have not had the pleasure to get to know him very well. That's good to know. Well, I was also wondering, what time does your shift end? I would love to buy you a drink. Ah, that is very nice of you to offer. But I I have a strict policy of not dating any guest here. It can get a bit messy. Well, okay, until later. And then at that, he snaps his finger. And... You see the pressed nanofiber clothing reconfigure into a bathing suit, trunks. And he goes ahead and dives off the uh, uh, top. As, at, fucking baller. As you're diving, you hear her say, you can always meet me at the willow tree at noon. And, just, and then you splash yeah. into the water. <laughs> and <voice. laughs> Uh, like, as he's falling, you can always yeah, like leave me at the willow tree at noon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and so he splashes down in the pool with the rest of you now, kind of all there having a nice swim. Um, what's what's going What's What's happening down there? So we're swimming and fell uh, kind of locks eyes with Ziva and uh, says, hey, uh, do that thing and get everybody to, you know. And just kind of nod, like nods his head in a direction and starts swimming towards the waterfall. I'm assuming you mean telepathic. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, all right. So, yeah, and Zebra no, would do, do that thing with your tongue. <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> you know, we said we wouldn't talk about that. That was oh, oh Zebra baby. Just uh, but no, that, yeah. that's so much, so much fanfic <laughs> just exploded from that. So much fanfic. Uh, but yeah, she would kind of like ping everybody and say, you know, let's let's um. Circle, circle up. Let's head towards uh, Fell. We do that. Yeah. All right. So, with the sound of the water falling, uh, Fell looks around and is—is is it loud enough that he feels like they wouldn't be eavesdropped potentially? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, guys, I I uh, clearly knew that other Vithani on the dock. Uh, his name's Kaon Reese. Uh, used to work for him. Uh, used a long time ago. Worked for Eclipse Innovations. Which, oddly enough, the app that's uh, this old Keys to Elysium app, it's made by them. And he came up and whispered to me, like, that I shouldn't be here. I don't know what the fuck that was about. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, I, I want to enjoy myself. I know this is supposed to be a vacation, but, like, I'm... I, I don't feel comfortable here, especially with his his outburst at the end as before he left. Like, we used to be friends. Well. Hmm. Did well. he... Did you get the sense that he was just wanting you to leave or, like, everyone to leave? I mean, he said you shouldn't be here to me, so I guess it's just me. Well, but, but he don't give a fuck about us. I mean, you're, you're someone he cares about to some degree, the, right? I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I hadn't talked to him in like 10 years or so, maybe. Perhaps. Oh. What, Oren? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over this waterfall. No, uh, so uh, with the the magically calming water, Oren uh, kind of takes on a much more <laughs> relaxed demeanor, and he's just kind of like floating 
uh, on his back, you know, through the water, and he just kind of passes by and's like, "Yeah, I don't like it." No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect! Oh, it's so good. I love it. I mean, that's, like that's Aaron's character as a thesis. You know, just, yeah, I don't like it. That was great. I lo- what, is, what is that, THC water? Jesus. Heroin. Uh, oh, it's just straight smack. Straight, straight up. Um, but, like, not, not even, like, lifting his head up, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, just, he's just kind of, like, floating by, and he's like, yeah, this is going to be a weird vacation before it's all said and done. And at that splash, Kuiper lands in the water right next to you guys. <laughs> Jesus. Um, he breaks Orin in half. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 if he lands near me, Orin like, won't miss a beat. He'll just be like, hey, man, uh, listen, that cat girl. Not that cat girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a cat boy. Uh, he says, hey, man, uh, that uh, that elven chick. Watch out for her, man. She'll get you in trouble. And he just keeps floating by. I think he's going to go ahead and respond to that, actually. And he's going to say, well... Just do it. <laughs> with all the, the dangers in the vast, one must live their best life. Life is to be conquered, hey. after all. Hey, man. I'm, uh, I'm not hating the player here. I'm just trying to give you some advice. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. What I want to do is go ahead and give you guys all an inspiration. Yeah. That's great. Sweet. <laughs> so let's start with Orin. Go ahead and draw you an inspiration. Okay. So I got a Danspiration, our good buddy Dan. Hey, Dan. Squirrely. Oh, nice. Squirrely Dan uh, from yonder in Tennessee has no message for me. Come on, Dan. Do better, Dan. Do better. Come on, do better, Dan. <laughs> do better, Dan. <laughs> uh, okay. Mike. Well, we had a Danspiration, and I've got a Donspiration. <laughs> and also, no message. Do better, Don. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you, Dan and Don. We're just teasing you. Next up, uh, Phil. I got a Veriduxpiration. Okay. Uh, it's Matthew, Palm Co- uh, sorry, Matthew from Palm Coast, Florida. Uh, his message is a Quarantinespiration. Okay. If you get me out of my house, I will personally give you another inspiration. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, Ziva? I got a Jason spray. Jason inspiration. Nailed it. Got it in one. Jason. Jason, from what you do, Pods? Yes. All right. Uh, um, yes, Jason. And his message is, just before you act, you hear a clear, calm voice, as though from an angelic plane, say... What do you do? <laughs> Rather than startling you, it actually emboldens you, and you feel like someone's got your back no matter what happens. Thank you so uh, much, Jason. Nice, Jason. That's how you do an inspiration. That's, That's it. Awesome. Jason, you, Jason, take, you inspiration. take an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, take inspiration from Jason's inspiration. Yeah, all those things. All of those things. Go. Yes. Uh, I, lo- I love how appropriate that one is, too, because like, Phil's like, I don't feel good here and everything. <laughs> now, now Ziva's like, oh, I feel pretty good. No, it's pretty <laughs> it's fine. Someone's got my fine. back. This is uh, fine. Kuiper. All First right. inspiration for Kuiper. Uh, so I drew a uh, inspiration from Pukeko from um, okay. New Zealand. Hey, hey, way out there. Right. What's up? And uh, it's a Pukeko. Yeah. himself. Yeah. Oh, no. Puka no. Impspo. <laughs> and now there is no message, though. 
Oh man! All right, guys. All right, listeners. We need some good messages. I know. I know some of you out there listen. Like I've got so many good messages out there. It's Alex fine. We need is like is screaming into his hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, turn on that so, creativity yeah, juice. I think that uh, this is where we're going to end it tonight with all of you kind of enjoying your vacation. I know that feels a little uneasy, but eventually the waters start to do work their effect on you and you, you yeah. do relax as, as your skin kind of starts to take on watery fluid shapes. Um, and you all just kind of are bathing in the, the gardens and I, we'll see you. I go jump off that waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> start to make a right. Basketball. You guys, nothing could go wrong here. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's fantastic. It's, it's, so it's going ideally. great. It's, it's going great. That's, that's the setup. <laughs> oh, so. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.